Welcome to the Covenant Woman Podcast, inspiring you to grow your faith in all of God's promises and take what belongs to you as a daughter of the King of Kings. I'm your host, Shayla Gordon, author of The Covenant Woman. Are you ready to stop self-sabotaging and start overcoming the struggles that have been holding you back from stepping confidently into who God says you are? Come on, sister. It's time to thrive in all areas of your life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Covenant Woman Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I want to ask you guys a question. I want to ask you if you are settling for less than God's best for your life. I've been thinking about this specific topic for a while and just going back and thinking about just different experiences in my life, different seasons of my life. I know there were so many times where I just settled. I just settled for just whatever, you know, just whatever the circumstance was, whatever was going on in my life, I just settled and decided, well, this is just the way that it's going to be. And maybe not even maybe knowing that there was an answer and knowing that that God could resolve something or, you know, point me in the direction of where I needed to go. But maybe just sometimes being lazy about it, just not wanting to put in the effort to um, let God work in my life and so that I wouldn't have to settle. And so I don't know if that's you guys, if, if you've been on one side of that or the other, but I think I think often, even when we know what to do, sometimes we can just get lazy about it and not not take a hold of what God's already set before us. And it's not always laziness. Sometimes it's just strictly that we don't know what belongs to us, that maybe you just don't know what God says about this specific circumstance that's going on in your life. Or maybe you don't know that a specific blessing, a specific promise that he's already promised you, maybe you just don't know that belongs to you. But that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Are you settling for less than God's best for your life? And with that question, I mean, in any area of your life, whether it's spiritual, physical, financial, relational, you know, God's plan for us is to prosper in all areas. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have ups and downs. It doesn't mean that hard times aren't going to come against us or horrible circumstances aren't are never going to enter our life. But it means that he's got an answer and he's got a way to get us through each and every, every circumstance, anything that enters our life. Um, and, you know, we, we grow stronger whenever we go through things like that, whenever we lean on the Lord. And he's able to really show us who he is whenever we go through a troubling time, because these are things that we wouldn't be able to resolve on our own, but it's only through God. And that really helps us to understand how powerful he is. It helps us to understand that he always has our best best interest at heart. Um but yeah, think think about each area of your life. Take inventory on your life and if it helps, write down each area that I just mentioned, spiritual, physical, financial, relational, write write each one of those words down. And then by taking inventory, I mean like think about each one of those areas in your life carefully and ask yourself these questions. You know, what does this area of my life look like right now? And then ask yourself, what do I want it to look like? And then ask yourself, what are you doing to get it to where you want it? Because if something doesn't look the way that we want it to, and we're doing nothing, we're making no changes, we're just 
living day by day, settling for whatever comes against us, settling for whatever something looks like, then there will be no changes. Because even though God has already promised us specific things, we have to take a hold of it by faith and say, this belongs to me. I claim it in the name of Jesus. And then we have to live it out. We have to live that specific thing out by faith. So when we ask the right questions, you know, we're asking ourselves, what does this look like right now? What do I want it to look like in the future? What am I doing to get it closer to the way that I want my life to look in the future? Then it really causes us to, and we have to be honest with ourselves when we do that, right? And it it really helps us to recognize if we're getting in God's way of the results that we want to see in our lives. So start out with your spiritual life. What does that look like right now? What do you want it to look like? You know, do you want to grow deeper in your relationship with the Lord so that you can live a fuller life? You you can thrive. I mean, is that what you want? What are you doing to to get it to where you want it? What are you doing spiritually to grow closer to God? Are you spending that time with him? Are you spending time in his word? Are you spending time listening to messages being taught? Um, it really, it, these questions really just help you get honest with yourself. And, you know, we can look at someone's life and think, oh my gosh, they have such an amazing life. They look so fulfilled. They're just thriving in life in general. They talk to God. They, you know, they, they put God first. Well, are you willing to do that? Are you, are you willing to say, you know what, God, from now on, I put you first in my life. Are you willing to spend that time with him and make him that number one priority? You know, and it doesn't just take saying it, it takes the actual action of doing it, making him the most important conversation of your day, living by faith, you know, learning, expanding, strengthening your faith in who God, who God is by the conversations that you have with him and by what, what you're putting in front of your eyes and in your ears that, I mean, if, if you can look at anybody's life, you know, and, and see what they do on an average day see what they are watching and see what they are listening to to and that can tell you a lot about a person and so are you willing to spend less time doing things that are not honoring god that are not benefiting you in the long run that are just passing time to spend more quality time with god i can tell you right now that god's best for you isn't you know one or two thoughts a day for him or towards him. It's having conversations with him and learning more about him and building that relationship with him. He doesn't want you to just go to church on Sundays and not give him any time of day, um, you know, any time in the day throughout the week. That's that's not God's best for you. God's best for you is for him to be not just your father, but your your friend and um you know, if you want God's best for you, take the initiative of opening your mouth and talking to God. And just something as small as that first step can make the biggest difference in your life. And it, your future will thank you for it. Do the same thing with your physical life. What do you want your, or what, what does your physical life look like right now? What does your, what kind of shape is your body in? I, I've read something in in different ways recently, but it's basically saying it's I've seen it a lot on on social media. But the more I get into taking care of my physical body and doing better with my health in general, the more this makes sense to me. I've seen it worded in different ways, but it, it basically the message is this: 
your mental health relies on your physical health. So if you're not taking care of your body, if you just don't care, then your mental health will suffer. And everything else suffers too, right? Because I can tell you guys from experience that when I feel good about my body, when my body feels good, when I have energy because I'm doing, you know, I'm treating it well and I'm not treating it poorly, I'm I'm in a better mood in general. I feel better. I have more energy. I'm even nicer. <laughs> I don't know. Are any of you guys like that? Like I'm nicer to everybody when I feel good about me. Um, I don't, I feel like I don't get so frustrated easily. I don't get fr- frustrated at my kid. I don't get frustrated at family members. I just, you know, I feel good. So that, that comes through from the outside in, I guess. Can anybody relate to that? Do you guys know what I mean by that? And I really feel like it, it really just kind of all goes together. Like if you're taking care of your outside, you're going to take care of the inside of you too. It, it all just kind of integrates together. You know, ask yourself, what do you want it to look like? What does it look like now? What are you doing it? What are you doing to help it get to where you want it to be? And, you know, the Bible says that our body is our temple. And I am definitely not perfect about treating my body like the temple, but I feel like I am getting better at it. So I think progress is key. You know, looking at these different areas of our lives, I don't really think that there's a standstill. I think you're either progressing forward or retracting back. I don't really think that there's a just maintaining whenever it comes to things like this. Like I think I think either we're moving forward or we're going backwards. So I think progress progression is very important and just making even if it's just little baby steps. Eventually that's going to be a whole staircase. And just thinking about God's best for our physical bodies, it is not to you know dread getting out of bed because we're hurting so bad. It is not for us to have so little energy that we can not even play with our kids or interact with them. It is his his best for us would be for us to be whole and healed and living like it and being able to move our body and have the energy that we need to accomplish the tasks that have been set before us. And so remember that there are a ton of scriptures in the Bible that talk about wholeness and healing, and you just have to take a hold of those. You 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 say them with your mouth, so you confess them, you believe them in your heart, they are the promises of God. If you are dealing with an illness, um, some sort of sickness, some something in your body does not work properly, do your part. Do what you can do. But also remember that God is the healer. God can turn any circumstance around. And it, don't be moved by what you feel or see. Be, be moved by what the Word of God says. And 1 Peter 2.24 says, By His stripes you were healed. If you were healed, you are healed. But I believe that taking a hold of that by faith is saying it with your mouth, confessing it, right? Confessing it, but believing it in your heart, but then doing your part too. Like you can't sit there and do everything to make matters worse and then expect it to to get better. Like we do our part and God's already done his part. We take a hold of the healing that God has already given us. And then the next area is financial. I know that... When it comes to talking about finances, this can become controversial just depending on who you're talking to, what what group of people you're talking to. But God's best for us is not poverty. 
It is absolutely not poverty. It is not to just scrape by. And whenever we are blessed financially, then we're able to be blessings financially to others who are in need, who need to see God's light through other people, who need a, a somebody to lend them a hand and and help them. But if we are in poverty, we cannot do that. And whenever you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you gain the right to receive the blessing that was given to Abraham by God. And that you can read that in Galatians 3.14. But the blessing entitles you to abundance, overflow, and God's favor in every single area of your life. And not only will God supply all of your needs, but he will also fulfill your heart's desires. But I mean, make sure your heart's in the right place. Don't get me wrong. Like this isn't just... God's not a magic genie in a bottle who we just rub and say, you know, we want this, give me this. It's not like that. Make sure your heart's in the right place, but God will God will fulfill your needs. He will fulfill your your wants, your desires. He's a good God. And he gets absolutely zero glory out of you being in poverty. So I, I know that that is a message that I've I've heard that, you know, poverty is good, um, prosperity is you know, not of God, but that that is not true. Poverty is not of God. And we were set free from the curse of lack a long time ago. When a financial attack comes against you, when, when that weapon is formed, then say it out loud, speak it, confess it with your mouth. That's that's part of taking a hold of your covenant promises from God. And and you say out loud, I live under the blessing. I don't live under the curse. And and you just speak those things, speak those promises of God, and you will see those circumstances change. You will see good things come out of those circumstances. You will, that allows God to work whenever you're, if you're fretting and saying, well, this must just be what God wants. This is just the way it is. You know, we're never going to get ahead in life. Then that's not giving any honor or glory to God, his promises, his word. That's just settling for, well, this is a circumstance, so I am just not going to set, I'm just going to settle for less than God's best, but that's not what God wants. God wants you to take a hold of what belongs to you. So you declare, I live under the blessing. I don't live under the curse. God promises to me every single one of my needs and then name that need and give it to God and let, let him handle that for you. That brings honor to God. That reminds you that God is still in control and that just absolutely infuriates your enemy whenever there's something crazy going on in your life and you choose to give God the honor and the glory and give him the the power and the control in that situation. And your words are the most powerful tool, the most powerful weapon that you will ever have against any circumstance because no matter what's going on around you, you can choose to speak words that align with what God says about you and your situation. And it once whenever you get into a habit of doing that, you will see mountains in your life be moved, whether it be something physical, something financial, something in a relationship, it doesn't matter. You will see God's hand be able to work because whenever you are speaking his words and you are speaking words that align with what he says, you're giving him that permission to work in your life instead of hindering him from saying things that completely contradict him that given to exactly what the enemy wants you to believe. And don't forget about the emotional area of your life. I, I don't think I even mentioned that earlier, but God certainly wants your mental health thriving. He wants you well, and that's not just your physical health, that's your mental health too. So 
take a hold of what belongs to you from the inside out and ask yourself, you know, what does my emotional health look like right now? Sometimes it don't look so good. And sometimes it can be, or almost always, it's a direct uh, result from who we're surrounded by, what's being poured into us, what we're watching, what we're listening to. So ask yourself, what does it look like right now? What do I want it to look like? What am I doing to get it closer to where I want it? Are you speaking things that completely contradict what God says about you? Think, think about those things and take it seriously because whenever our emotional health is off, whenever you know our mental state is not right, or whenever we're just on a complete roller coaster, so is everyone else that that is around us. So are our friends or our families or our children, and it, it makes a huge difference in their life. So it's something that we can take a hold of. I'm not saying that it's all of our fault, you know, the things that that we've been through or the things that are triggers for us or the things that cause us to be anxious about specific things, but they are something that we can work on. There's always a word from God that we can take a hold of and believe in that, confess it with our with our mouth. There's always a way to thrive and to progress and to get better and to feel better. And that's what it's about, feeling better. And um, like I said, it really does affect those that we are connected to the most. And so it's important to take care of ourselves and do what we need to do to thrive in that area. And then the last area that I named specifically earlier is relational. What does your relational life look like? Like what do your specific relationships, the ones that, the people that you're the closest to, what does it look like right now? Is it chaotic? Is it toxic? And may, and hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's peaceful and wonderful. But the relationships in our lives, I, I think in the last year or two, I have understood this more than ever just from going through certain experiences with, with specific people in my life. But they really do shape us into who we are. And those relationships can have an effect on every single area of our life. And I I think that for me, I feel like relationships has been the the biggest sign of what the rest of my life looks like, each area. And, you know, sometimes it's hard because there are people that we love so much and, and there are changes that have to be made if we want to thrive in all the areas of in our li- in our lives, but it's very important to ask yourself what what does it look like right now? And you can go through the people that you're connected to the closest, the the ones that you're the closest to, and ask yourself what does this look like right now? What do I want it to look like? What do I want my future to look like? You know, whether it's um, a spouse, a child. Um, you know, whatever it is, what what do I want this relationship to look like in my life? And what can I do to get closer to where I want to be? And I think this one may be the hardest because even though in the other areas of our lives, we, we have to get honest and ask ourselves these exact same questions. I think a habit is easier to give up than a person. And sometimes we have to give up habits because it's 
something that we're just doing that completely gets in God's way of working in our life. But the closer we get to God, the easier it is to lay specific habits down that are not doing us well. They're not serving us, but, you know, just hindering us from God's best. But, and I I may be just speaking for myself here, but I know, I know for me, relationships, habits, I, I, I can do that. But relationships have been the hardest. And so maybe that's why I'm putting the most emphasis on it just from my own personal experience, because it can be, for me, it's definitely harder to give up a person than it would be to give up a habit. But sometimes it is needed. Sometimes you have to, and sometimes God will show you things about that person or they he will allow that person to hurt you. Um, you know, because we've already opened the door, we've, we're allowing the person to hurt us, but God's going to go ahead and let them shine through, let their true personality shine through and show us who they are. Because sometimes that's the only way, like, it doesn't matter what we've been through with them. doesn't matter the pain that maybe that they brought into our lives, the chaos that they brought into our lives. When we love them, we love them. And sometimes God will, you know, he will just go ahead and let them just show you it completely who they are. And it hurts. I can tell you that right now. And I'm sure everyone listening to this can totally relate to that. But if if that person is not serving in our life, if, if they're not getting us closer to where we want to be closer to where God wants us to be, then ask God for guidance on how to handle that situation. Because one relationship, if it's if it's really a close relationship, it can alter every area of your life and the plans that God has for you. Your life will never be as fulfilled if you allow somebody to control what the rest of your life looks like, what every single area of your life looks like. And you really do have to be careful because then that gets into making someone an idol in your life. And when you have idols in your life, then that hinders what God can do for you. And if you have an idol, then you've placed them above God in your life. And you have to really make sure that you're not doing that because if you want the the fullest blessing of God, Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So what are all these things? All these things that, that you need to live a heavenly life on earth. So if you are making somebody else the number one priority, because it says seek ye first, seek first the kingdom of God. So if you are not doing that and you're putting someone else above that in your life, then you're just asking for trouble. And I know that that is not easy to hear, but it's the truth. And so really get serious and get honest with yourself and ask yourself, you know, what does this look like in my life? What do I want this to look like in my future? What am I doing to get closer to what I want my relationships to look like. And do not settle for less than what God says that you should have. Don't settle for less than his best. And if you spend time with him and seek him and put him first in your life and have those conversations with him, you're going to know exactly what to do with any situation in your life. But especially when it comes to those relationships, he's, he's going to show you what to do. He's going to guide you on that. And um, it, it's important that you live your life to the fullest while living out God's best for you. Because 
that's how you're going to come into your purpose, your calling. That is going to be how you shine the light of God here on this earth and do what we were all put here to do, which is bring people closer to him. And we can't do that if we are miserable and in these toxic, chaotic situations and relationships that are not serving us, that are not an example of God in our lives. And so make sure that when you answer these questions that you're honest with yourself and then let the Lord lead you. You don't have to change everything all at once. That would be overwhelming, but just take each each area of your life to the Lord and, and let him work in you and seek him. Um, keep growing your faith in who he is and what he says belongs to you. And, and all of this will start clicking eventually um, whenever you put it in your ears and before your eyes enough. Okay, y'all, that's all I have for today. Thank y'all so much for being here with me. I hope that this has helped somebody who's listening And don't ever forget, don't settle for less than what God put you on this earth for. And he put you here for greatness. He put you here for fulfillment. He didn't put you here to live in lack and bondage in any area of your life. He wants you prosperous spiritually, financially, physically, relationally, emotionally. He wants you to live an amazing life. And he put you here for that. He didn't put you here to settle for less than than what he paid the price. Whenever he died on that cross, he didn't just give you eternal life. He he gave you healing from sickness and disease. He gave you a new life in him. He didn't put you here to to walk around carrying shame over something that you did 10 years ago or even 5 minutes ago. He promises forgiveness of sin. Look at Ephesians 1, 7, and and you can read that. But, But God put you here for greatness. He put you here to thrive, and he wants you prosperous in every single area of your life. So don't ever forget that. Don't settle for less than what God says is is yours. Don't settle for less than God's best. Thanks again for being here with me today, you guys, and for this entire season. You guys have been amazing. Your support means the world to me. So thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. And we are going to take a short break. And we'll be back here for season two on May 21st. So feel free to stay connected with me through Instagram at Shay D. Gordon or on Facebook, TikTok. I'm on all of it. Um, Reach out if you want to shoot me an email. Email me at thecovenantwoman at gmail.com. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your month. And I can't wait to meet you right back here next month. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Woman podcast. For more info on the book, to stay inspired, and to find all the ways to connect with me, check out thecovenantwoman.org. Don't forget to follow this podcast to be notified when another episode drops. And I would be so grateful if you would take just a second and rate and review this podcast. Thanks, guys.